The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. Did the Israelites in the book of Exodus cross the Red Sea or the Reed Sea? Moses' song of praise after the crossing of the Red Sea contains this line, Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea, Exodus 15 verse 4. This is one of over 20 Old Testament verses dealing with the Exodus that mention the Red Sea. There has always been a question, though, about the accuracy of translating these verses with Red Sea instead of Reed Sea. The Hebrew word suf, whose root is thought to be of Egyptian origin, meant reed, especially the papyrus. So the Hebrew phrase yam suf can be translated sea of reeds or reed sea or even papyrus marsh. Is this phrase, commonly translated Red Sea, in fact referring to what today is known as the Red Sea, or is it some other body of water? More importantly, are the liberal scholars correct in saying Yam Suf refers to a marshy area near the Red Sea or some small, shallow lake nearby? These questions are crucial because if the Israelites escaped Egypt without God's miraculous intervention, then the Bible contains exaggerations and lies. When we look at the various passages of Scripture where the term Yam Suf is used, it becomes clear that it is indeed referring to a large body of water. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went up through the sea on dry ground, with a wall of water on their right and on their left, Exodus 14, verses 21 and 22. The wall of water on each side of the Israelites certainly suggests depth. Later, the sea went back to its place, the water flowed back and covered the chariots and horsemen, the entire army of Pharaoh that had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not one of them survived. Verses 27 and 28. There can be no doubt about what Moses is communicating here. Red Sea or Reed Sea, it was deep enough to destroy the entire Egyptian army. All the credit for this miraculous event is given to the Lord, and it is referenced often in Scripture as an example of God's great power. Exodus 14 clearly describes a supernatural event involving a deep body of water that Israel crossed on dry ground, and that later drowned the Egyptians. Whether the Israelites called it the Red Sea or the Reed Sea, the only way to look at that chapter and see a shallow lake or marshy area is to have a preconceived bias against the miraculous. Exodus gives us a clear understanding that the body of water the Israelites crossed was large and deep, the Red Sea surely fits that description. In support of Red Sea being the correct translation and the correct body of water is the Greek Septuagint from 200 B.C. This is the earliest translation of the Hebrew Bible known, and the words Yam Suf are consistently translated with the Greek words Eruthos Thalassa, or Red Sea. In Exodus 3, verses 2 and 5, the translators of the Septuagint used Helos, to refer to a marshy, reedy area. But when it came time to translate Suf in the context of the Exodus through the sea, they chose a different phrase, Eurothros Thalassa, which specifically means Red Sea. The translators of the Septuagint obviously understood Moses to be referring to the Red Sea, not some other body of water. When the Septuagint is quoted in the New Testament, the biblical writers, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, retain the Greek words meaning Red Sea, not Reed Sea. One example is in Stephen's sermon in Acts 7, verse 36. Also, Hebrews 11, verse 12 says, By faith the people passed through the Red Sea, as on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. 
These New Testament passages provide strong proof that Red Sea is the correct translation. Further evidence that Yom Suf can indeed refer to the Red Sea comes from 1 Kings 9, verse 26. There we see King Solomon building a fleet of ships on the shore of the Red Sea, Reed Sea, in the land of Edom, hardly practical if that body of water were merely a marshy area or a small shallow lake. Even if we choose the translation, Reed Sea over Red Sea, there are several possible bodies of water near Egypt that the Israelites could have crossed. Some scholars point to the Gulf of Suez or the Gulf of Aquaba. Both are extensions of the Red Sea as possible crossing sites. Moving north of the Gulf of Suez is the Bitter Lakes region, and north of that is Lake Timsa. Other scholars have suggested a body of water in the Nile Delta region. Regardless of the way the words Yam Suf are translated, the Bible is clear that God supernaturally parted a large body of water so the Israelites could cross on dry land, and when the Egyptian army attempted to follow, He destroyed them in an overwhelming flood. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.